Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. And all I can say is, regardless of what your faith is today, for most of the world, there is a, a jolly old man that's, that's, that's at least making rounds with gifts, whether it is a religious holiday to you or just a gift-giving day um, all around the globe, that's what today is. So today is December 24th, and um, I don't know. It's been a year, Carrie. <laughs> that's about that's about what I can do with this. So. Yeah, um, I think, you know, next week will be the time for planning what you're going to do the next year, maybe making resolutions, or as I like to call them, goals. Uh, <laughs> But this week, I think, is really a time for reflecting a little bit on what the year has been and sort of resolving any emotional baggage (laughs) left over from all the ups and downs and the roller coaster that was 2020. I know we're not done and not everything's (laughs) resolved, but I think, I hope that the you know really bad uh screaming parts of the roller coaster are over and that we're just you know about to get to the splash part I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it is splash mountain all over again okay so you know that's um, my favorite Disney ride I gotta you know when I think of a roller coaster that's what I think (laughs) so so Let's 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 do a little bit of reflecting. I mean, wow. I mean, you know, so October of 2019, Gary and I sat down with um, a young podcaster to to pick her brain to try to figure out did we did we want to do a podcast? What did that look like? Time, money, blah blah blah. And, you know, would people listen? Was it something that we thought would work? And so it took us five months. So, um, and it was definitely five months of, of experimenting and trial and, and kind of seeing. Trying to come up with a name. Worked. Oh, I think that was probably about two months in itself. So, so you know, October of 2019, we had this thought, and then, you know, January was here, and we were cruising, and we'd gotten, you know, a sample done, and some edits done, and some artwork done, and then we scrapped it all, and we went again in February, and we honestly just thought things were what they were like you know it, it's we were continuing to move forward with uh the way our life had been going every other year like there was nothing monumental happening and then friday march 13th came around and seriously all shit broke all hell broke <laughs> like you know there's you know definitely friday the 13th had a whole different meaning and you know this year had multiple of those can this we year- can we blame your brother i don't think so <laughs> okay carrie's brother's birthday is march 13th so um you know and from there you know we've been busy you know we have um as an organization uh all texas director has been there for directors i mean carrie was available to directors going through covid every single day march april may uh 
several times a week into June, July, and August. And so um, we have tried to, to be able to be there as a resource. Um, how did you get through it, Carrie? What are some of the things that, that were successful in helping you process 2020? I mean, really, I think having a group to go through it with during the early times, during the times when the government regulations were changing on sometimes twice a day, um, what was being expected. Um, if I hadn't had another, a group of directors that were coming together on Zoom at least once a week through... I guess through June, um, you know, and there were weeks when I was like, okay, guys, emergency Zoom call at 2 p.m. today because something changed and you guys are going to want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I think having that group of people who were just as befuddled and just as committed to getting it right. Um, I mean, there were about five women who I spoke to on pretty much a daily basis <laughs> during, and men, I shouldn't say just women, because I had two guys who were there a lot. Um, and knowing for me, since I don't currently have a center that I'm running, I felt very helpless because I knew that this was a terrifying time to run a center and knowing that there was something I could do to make it better by having those Zoom meetings and giving people out my Google voice number so that they could call me if they had an issue or text me if they had an issue. Um, that for me was a huge thing. And the fact that I still have some of those people calling and texting me when things change and go, hey, um, so this just happened. <laughs> uh, this is what I'm planning to do. Is this okay? Yes. So how, so, That's so, how did, so how did that help you get through it? In other words, how was that, was that from an, did that help you from an emotional standpoint? I mean, you know, I, I was one of those, I started really looking at taking care of myself and, and family and, um, you know, relationships as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I think emotionally, definitely. Um, and it gave me something to do on those days when I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my county has had 28 new cases. That's just bananas. When other states weren't having that many cases in a day. Um, you know, now I look back on those days fondly, but <laughs> at the time, you know, there'd never been an outbreak that I'd experienced that was exploding like that. And um, I had been one of those people who, when we first heard about COVID, I was like, well, this is not going to affect childcare centers because kids don't get sick. Why would this affect childcare centers? I don't understand. This will be fine. It's, you know, the restaurant industry and hotels that are going to have a problem, not childcare. So I was wrong. I was really, really wrong in dismissing it early on because it has affected child care. So, yeah, so it's affected child care, but we also have, um, you know, something that I hope a lot of our directors have, have been able to do over the course of the last nine months, which is um, those personal reflections um, could be related to careers. Um, I know we had a lot of folks who have been with us um you know, over the, over the years that this was the, the catalyst for a change. 
Yep. Um, it could be a change in career or a change in the, maybe a totally different field. Um, I feel like people really started to, you know, depending on kind of maybe where you were, you may have found yourself spending a lot more or less time with certain people. So maybe a whole lot more time with your spouse and children, a whole lot less time with your work family. And so, I mean, I think it also, if you survived COVID at your center, you can survive pretty much anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so that sense of, man, I nailed this. Um, A lot of people who were very anxious about, I don't know if I can do this director job. Now they're like, yeah, come at me. (laughs) I got this. Let's be careful. 2021 hasn't hit us yet. So, yeah. yeah, So, yeah. So right now, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I think it's important. I think it's an important time of year for people to kind of assess maybe how they dealt with stress. Um, how they dealt with things that came up in their life that they weren't expecting. Because again, um, a lot of people will go through this at some point in time in their life. Uh, Some people end up with a lot of them in one year as far as life stresses that they didn't know how they were going to manage. But I would definitely say that COVID kind of gave everybody this... Uh, introduction to how are you going to deal with, and I'm not going to use the term stress, but really tragic or, yeah. or loss because it was a loss of all kinds of perceptions, right? It's a, it's the loss of the ability to go to the grocery store without thinking about mask and hand sanitizers and, you know, all of those things, which now even watching television is a little weird. I don't know about you, but so some television shows, it's weird for me to watch because, you know, everybody looks normal. Yep. And then I've got some shows that it's weird for me to watch because, man, they're masked. It's like it's like real time. I'm like, no, you're my fiction. I need you to not be in 2020. Like, get away and <laughs> go, go. I thought um, I used to really like watching medical procedural, you know, medical shows, shows that were set in a medical environment, um, private practice and Grey's Anatomy and ER, you know, going back a ways. Um, the Good Doctor is on right now and it is a good show and I am not interested. (laughs) (laughs) Part of me is like, I don't want to see people in a mask trying to save somebody's life. This, I don't want house. I don't want any of it. Please give me something. You know, I'm watching Glee. (laughs) So Glee is a good one. Yes. I mean, so, you know, I've been an NCIS fan for 18, 19, 20 years. I even watched JAG. So, you know, so I love those shows, but wow, NCIS New Orleans, they're like starting like in March of 2020 when COVID hit New Orleans. And so, man, they, I mean, it's a little more intense and a little more like, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. You know, so the other shows have still incorporated, you know, like NCIS Los Angeles has gone there with the whole cop stuff. Um, New Orleans did some of the cop stuff and some of the you know, the racial tension that's happened over the course of the last year. So, I mean, it's been um, an emotional 2020 for for everybody. Even if you weren't COVID affected, there was... There was all the stuff with Rihanna Taylor and George Floyd and several other people, but those are the two big ones, right? And then there was all of the tension around the election, which was, I swear, the longest election ever, because didn't it start like two years ago? 
I don't know. I mean, the map show lasted four days. I mean, so anyway, I mean, the other thing that's, you know, yeah, so we had, it wasn't just COVID. So chances are everybody you know was affected by something emotionally in 2020. And um, for a lot of people, you know, dealing with this level of emotion may not be something they've had a lot of practice with. So hopefully, um, as you start to do your own personal reflection um, over the last, you know, 12 months, but specifically the last nine, um, you'll start to think about maybe are there holes in your uh, stress dealing system? <laughs> and I'm going to suggest that during this slow week at your center, it may not be a slow week everywhere, but you know, generally there's not a whole lot of curriculum done this week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, you may have the same number of kids, but you're doing a little bit more loosey-goosey. Let's just hang out and have a good time. Um, I would suggest doing some journaling. Um, and we've actually we've put up on uh, the store, the texasdirector.org slash store, a free journal that you can download uh, to just process some of these thoughts because a lot of times we have to put such a positive face out to the world that we don't actually deal with our own emotional reactions to what has happened. And journals are, I mean, think of them as your 10 or 11 year old diary. I mean, they can be what they need to be for you. This is not something you have to share with people. Um, if you are a doodler and you like to, to, to get into the bullet journaling and the, the colors and the, the, the fancy version and it does have some coloring pages. It is something I designed. It has to have coloring pages. (laughs) Um, but, but know that also just seriously, a composition book that you picked up at, at the local, you know, dollar store for a buck um, can work for you. But I think it's important for directors to figure out how they're going to process things um, because part of the reason that our coaching services have always been here is because we want you to keep your your non-work and work relationships intact. And so sometimes when things come up, you need to have somebody to vent to. And um, that's, you know, that's why people call us, you know. I mean, we get paid to help you process so that your marriage stays intact and that you're not trying to resolve things with your teachers and your assistant directors because that's not their job, right? They're you're the boss. So as the boss, you need somebody your level or above to to help process. So um, and sometimes you just need to talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you're so, you are not breaking confidentiality if you write stuff to yourself, just to be and completely clear. Um, I mean, so Kate, from a health perspective, I'm going to pick on that on that strand a little bit. What does it do uh, if you're holding on to tension by not resolving stuff from a health perspective? Well, yeah. So from a health perspective, I mean, we've seen the commercials. We've seen the television shows, right? We're all, I think, um, aware um, if you're over the age of 21, um, that stress is not good. Right. So like, I mean, we hear this, right. We hear that 
Stress is bad for your heart. We hear that people will stress eat. We know that people will stress sleep. We know that people will, in that same sense, stress not sleep. And so um, every person's um, health response to stress is going to be different, but it's never healthy. So although you may think you've got it under control because you run every day, right? So that's your, that's how you take care of stress. But if that is something that your body has done all the time, that may not be enough of a stress reliever in times such as 2020. Okay, so, and, and maybe not all of 2020. You may have not been emotionally tasked during three or four or five of the types of things that have come up over the year, but I am about 99% sure there was at least one thing that got your blood pressure up, that got you stressed out, that, that you felt a little helpless over trying to uh, be a part of. And so uh, finding how you can reduce that stress will help your heart. It will help your uh, mental health. And, you know, when you start looking at those two, those are the two big ones. And I mean, when you're stressed, your body holds on to more of your calories and makes it much harder for you to shed weight. Well, and a lot of us, you know, we avoided doctors and we avoided dentists and we haven't gotten a haircut. And I mean, you know, the things that you might <laughs> have <hair>. done, to, <laughs> the things you might have done to relax yourself. I'm going to talk about that pedicure, that massage, that, that manicure, uh, going and getting a haircut. I mean, those are things that chances are you might have done that you might have done a lot less if maybe not at all in nine months. And so go find the bubble bath or the bath bombs. I mean, you know, um, if you're looking for bath bombs, go, go check out Stronger Play on Facebook. They've got some awesome bath bombs. Um, but bath bombs are just, they're the grown-up bubble bath. I mean, you know. <laughs> they, hey, they, they I have a bottle. Good. I have a bottle of Mr. Bubble in my bathroom <laughs> right now. I love Mr. Bubble. So th there's always something about, <laughs> if, you know, if you have to, go to Mr. Bubble with a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato sauce. Go take yourself back to what helped you when you were 12 or maybe 10, 12 might have put you in middle school. So when you were still in elementary school, what was what made you happy? You know, go go find yourself a bag of goldfish. Um, the small bag. Don't, don't, don't buy the big ones. <laughs> Curl up with an absolutely useless book. Read some Nora Roberts or <laughs> Louis L'Amour or something like that. Stop always reading things that make you better. <laughs> um, during <laughs> okay, stressful times, <laughs> during stressful times, we need fluff. Um, and if you haven't done it yet, take this week Try journaling. If that doesn't do anything for you, try self-pampering or try reading some sort of escapist novel. Um, I suggest those more than watching TV because TV has mind-numbing effects as opposed to processing effects for well, the most part. Okay, but I'm but I'm gonna come back to that because you know if we're gonna talk fluff, right? We can look at some TV fluff as well. So, right. I mean, I'm, like I'm, I've watched know. some Glee, and you've watched eighty-seven hours of NCIS per week. I understand. <laughs> Actually, no, but we've been through several series, right? So, um, and not in this time period, but another time period when when things in my household got a little uh, a, a crazy. Um, you know, we watched all of the Gilmore Girls, right? So, I mean, I think that. 
everybody can find their version of a fluff. I don't know if it has to be a romance novel or some sort of novel. So, I mean, not all of Carrie's examples were romance novels, but, you know, um, and it could be even going back and reading some of your favorite Nancy Drew books. I mean, again, um, think about when, um, so when we start talking about, you know, self-care um, and we talk about, uh, you know, things like exercise, right? That's like a standard one. So like, I think everybody in the world's going to tell you to exercise when you're stressed. Well, that works unless that stresses you out, right? So I mean, if you're yeah, stressed, I'm not of, doing it as well as I used to. Duh, your body's all tense. So, you know, if you usually play basketball, mix it up and do something different, you know. But but even the, the where and the when and with whom, I mean, again, I get that things are stressful. So go find those things that are goofy. And, um, you know, early on, we did a lot of Disney Zumba. And my daughter would FaceTime and Zoom with her friends while they all did Disney Zumba, okay? I mean, nothing like seeing a bunch of 15 and 16-year-olds kind of dance in their own living room to, to Disney songs. So, um, you know, again, find what's going to work for you and um, get outside. I mean, if I can stress anything, get outside. I don't care if you just walk around your parking lot or up and down your own driveway, if you just sit on a porch, uh, get some sunshine, get some fresh air, uh, make sure to do daily, you know, just take care of yourself as far as, you know, make sure you eat some real food. Uh, <laughs> you know, goldfish you should not be living off of. Um, you know, make sure that you are taking those showers, even if you have nowhere to go. You know, if it makes you feel better, do your nails, do your toes, put some makeup on, curl your hair, you know. If you do all that, call a friend and have a cup of coffee virtual. My nails have been more polished during COVID than they have at any other point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I there are some things that I really am going to miss when COVID is over. I have two friends that I have been able to uh, chat with every single week since March. And um, they're people who I don't normally get a chance to talk to that often because we're both all, we're just all so busy. And so... Um, I really, you know, there's a part of me that's going to miss that. And because it became, um, you know, that that's how I've spent. The, I mean, I can tell you four hours a week go into those two phone calls. <laughs> so um, and, and, and usually two cups of coffee. But after two cups of coffee in two hours, I'm ready to be off, if you know what I mean. So um, <laughs> so I'm at least regular two days a week. Um but, you know, everybody needs to find it out. And, you know, we know that you're about to embark on hopefully a week that you can be joyful and a week that will give you an opportunity to hug some loved ones. Um, you know, we want you to take care of yourself over this course of this next week. That's kind of where this the intent of today's call was. I mean, so um, today's episode is about, you know, reflecting on 2020 and, and figuring out what you can do to yourself for to yourself. Okay, maybe it's time to me to be done. <laughs> do to yourself a bath. Do to yourself a book. Go. I'm like, go ahead. Do to yourself, okay. you know, <laughs> you know, watercoloring, needlepoint. I, I don't care, but put a little joy in your life. Um, and for some of you, that means you're going to make a, you know, an amazing pumpkin cheesecake. And for others of you, it means you're going to watch Glee for three hours. Or you're going to eat that pumpkin cheesecake. <laughs> yes, you're going to 
you're going to call the bakery and ask them to make you something and then you're going to pick it up. Um, you know, we just really want you to take time during this week to acknowledge what this year has done positively and negatively because you need to get some closure on the losses that this year has presented to you. Um, and you need to prepare for the new year. Think of it as a great year for learning opportunities and experiences. And because um, you never know when you're going to experience a loss of some sort that you don't have control over. And this has been an excellent year for those of us who are control freaks. <laughs> It has taught us that we cannot control everything. Yeah, no, I had that was pretty much my 2019. But um, yeah, I, 2019 definitely prepared me for 2020. So, um, but on that note, <laughs> have a great Christmas, and we'll see you once more before the beginning of what hopes to be a fabulous 2021, or at least a better, a different, better. Uh, something. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.